News Talk 1400 WOND invites you to get ready to laugh, learn, be inspired, and discuss the latest and greatest in hot topics, music, and more. It's time for Volume Up, the lifestyle radio revolution with Leslie Jasperson. Welcome to Volume Up. Hey, everyone. It's me, Leslie, here with my girl, Charlie. I would say, hi, how are you? But we went on a little date last night, so... Well, we should talk about our date. It was lovely. It was a great date. Yeah. Um, I feel awesome after it. Yeah. After having one drink and going home. I was exhausted. I went home and went to bed. I did. I think I was asleep by midnight. We went to a dinner. We had a little dinner meeting at Vagabond. I just wanted to be outside by a sunset somewhere. It was beautiful. It was so pretty. It was very picturesque. And um, I feel like eventually I just want a camera crew to follow me around because I see these. I'm like, this would look really good. Like my profile with the <laughs> with the sunset. Grab the this angle. shot yes, real quick. Can, come here. Come here. <laughs> I don't even want to have to direct them. Like I want them to just recognize how beautiful I look at that point. <laughs> I think that you can hire people to do that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> anyway, so it was it was really nice. Yeah. And um, then we went over to Beer Hall. They had some, Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, they had some live music. And then we, we all kind of forced you to go to Made Atlantic City Chocolate Bar. Cause I you loved had never it. Been. I had never been there. And I was saying, I love that, especially on in the Orange Loop on Tennessee Avenue, all the businesses there are very intimate and private. I like that. Yeah, they're small. Yeah. Um, in size and capacity. Different experience than yeah. some other than some other places in the city, which are also great, but just a bit of a different atmosphere. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we got a sneak peek of uh, Atlantic City's like first real true independent live music venue. Rhythm and spirits. We did. And by sneak peek, Leslie means we just, that we saw a door open. And I just walked and in and I was like, we oh, just hi. went in. <laughs> Hello, it's me. <laughs> we're here. We're here. And we're going to look at stuff. It was gorgeous in there. I can't wait. I love the marquee. Yeah. It's so pretty. And the, they have a nice sign that's lit up at night. It looks like what you see in Philly and what you see in other towns that we just don't have here outside of casinos. So, yeah. It's giving me all the warm and fuzzies, especially because I got two things going on there. We have, uh, number one, our July baby birthday bash. And I feel like we should just clarify and talk about this uh, for a second because um, I might have made it a little bit too complicated (laughs) because that's what what I do. Um, So not only is this our birthday party, which we would love for you to come to and celebrate with us, it, it would... It would truly mean a lot. We're only going to be in our 30s once. Yeah. What did I say last night? I was like, oh. I'm only turning 34 once. <laughs> Obvi. Um, but we want to really make this something that is every month or every quarter where we just have one huge birthday party for everybody who has birthdays in that month. So um, this is also a big celebration for anybody whose birthday is in July. Like, bring your friends. We're going to write your name on a cake. And we're going to, you know, it's it's going to be a celebration of you as well. But we can't celebrate you if, you if don't, you're not there. If you're not there <laughs> and if you don't um, sign up ahead of time. So you can just go to julybabybirthdaybash.eventbrite.com. And or you can go to our website at volumeuponline.com and click on events and it's there and and register so we can 
we can plan for you. Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have musica. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Leslie was saying, it's going to be at the not even opened yet Rhythm and Spirits, uh, which is going to be sick. Guys, wait till you see the wallpaper. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, and it's limited space. Like we were just saying about all the businesses on Tennessee Avenue. So guess what? If you don't pre-register and then you end up wanting to come. Sucks I mean, to suck. I mean, just kidding. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, prob- what Leslie means is we'll probably still let you in. I mean, we'll want to, but we might not be able to. And we can't write your name on the cake. I'm just really excited about writing people's <laughs> names on the cake, if you couldn't tell already. I'm really excited about it, too. Um, but it is going to be a blast. So it's going to be on July 27th. Make sure that you're getting your tickets for that. If you are the July baby, if your birthday is in July, you get in free when you bring four friends. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Super cool. Yeah. So you'd be having a party for... Listen, let's get real. If your birthday is in July, you're either a Cancer or a Leo. And in either case, you like to celebrate your birthday you like to celebrate yourself so let's be realistic if your birthday is in july you'd be having a party for yourself anyway so rather than you go through the huge expense rather than you sending out the invitations rather than you getting a cake you having to clean up just come to this party yeah no cleanup take a lift and if you can't tell by our personalities we're gonna throw one heck of a party that's right girl It'll, uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. So um, Yeah. So go get your tickets. Yeah. So what else? I mean, how have you how have you been feeling? Everything good with you? I feel great. Yeah. I felt great when I woke up this morning. I felt so so this is my first full week of celery juicing. Mm-hmm. And it's just straight up celery juice. So I went and bought my juicer last week. Uh it's a very interesting contraption and every morning on an empty stomach in an effort to boost my health right be proactive about cultivating wellness um after reading the book medical medium thyroid healing i decided to start celery juicing so every morning on an empty stomach i am drinking 16 ounces of pure celery juice nothing added just straight up putting the celery stalks in the juicer and drinking them and tastes exactly like what you think celery juice would taste like but what did we say last so as you drink it it's not as bad as you get used to it and i notice i can taste all the like the the minerals that's in interesting like, salt that you said that and i'm excited for when i can start to taste that because <laughs> right now all i taste is plant like, hold your nose and chug yeah so but i did find that each day progressively throughout the week i felt better waking up thursday i felt Awesome! Like I like I haven't felt that good in so long. I just didn't realize how yeah. bad I was feeling. Right, and like we get used to feeling like crap. Yeah, we get so used to feeling like crap that you when you don't, you're like, this is what I'm supposed. To. Ooh, what I is remember this? this feel. Like I woke up this morning at seven a.m. I haven't been able on a weekend. I haven't been able to get out of bed before ten in probably like a good. Almost two months. Wow. It's really been a struggle. And that's not me at all. Like, you know, I'm yeah. a morning person. So I, I was like wide awake at 630 this morning. You look fabulous. Thank you. Why? I, I, because I also have cut out dairy. Oh. I'm really I'm really <laughs> proud of you. You did get a little like feisty about it last night. Because I don't. I was like, dang, Charlie, you like snapped for a second. You're like, I'm I not sna- eating. I snapped no. at Mark Colazzo. <laughs> Mark, if you're listening, I'm sorry. 
I snapped at Mark Colazzo last do. night because Mark was trying to get me to go to Maid because I've never been there. And Mark's like, come. He's trying to be a good can, he, he really host. was. He was trying to be a good host. And he's like, come. You can have a brownie. You can have a cookie. You can have this drink. You can have that. I'm like, Mark, I'm done eating today. <laughs> <laughs> After you left, I was like, Charlie's like I was like six months ago, oh okay? God. So just like... She's going to be all right. Just give her... The beginning is real tough, okay? It is. And no, it... Like, I remember reaching out to people saying like, dude, I can't be out socially. Like, I hate everybody. It's hard. This is... You get to a point where you're like... Mm. It's really hard. Like, okay, so what I was going to say before we talked about Mark was I like, cut out dairy. So, but uh, before I was literally... Spending $30, ergo eating $30 of cheese per week. So I eat a lot of cheese and a lot of eggs, um, especially the last couple months. And after having cut that out and boosting my water intake, I feel awesome. I felt freaking amazing today. So thank you for the compliment. Um, But it is hard. Like last night, we went out. I had one drink. I haven't had alcohol in like three weeks. And... Afterwards, I didn't want another. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of how to phrase this most accurately. I didn't want another, but I felt compelled socially, even though like nobody else in our group was drinking after that. I almost felt like because we were there, like, how can I not keep drinking? Because we're out. How can I not keep? And I don't want to feel like that. Right. And I, I guess at this stage, it's just easier to go home. Yep. It's easier to not yeah. deal with it right now. Um, I was taught to always have an exit strategy. Yeah. Always be, like, always have your car, like, always be ready to, you know, in the beginning, because I was, I was stuck in New York with people mm. before, and I, like, that was a real, real tough. And it, But it was nice that no one else was drinking after, like, the one drink. You know what I yeah. mean? That was kind of nice that we'd... You didn't feel that pressure. No, I didn't. Because here's the... I didn't really want it. And I know... I feel like if I had had it, I would have regretted it. Because I didn't really... I didn't need it. I didn't want it. It was like, all right, we had our little... You know, we had our little tonic. That was good. So... But I feel really good today. Good. Good. Um, And it's important, I think, that we continue to keep this conversation open. Because neither of us identifies as... An alcoholic, right? And certainly right. by by diagnostic standards, neither one of us is. But I think it's important to keep the conversation open about how there there's a range of reasons. There's a spectrum of reasons why people choose to forego alcohol or cut out alcohol. For And it's important to talk about it because it's not yeah. just people who have drinking problems who choose to not drink. And, and something you were saying last week, um, you didn't want to be stuck to alcohol free because if you did choose to have a drink so like i was even nervous i'm like am i even gonna say this Mm. i had alcohol last night for the first time uh in a very long time i i just had the craving so bad and then i i didn't know what to do because i said to you i was like i just want to like dance i want to go out and like have that energy and just like let go of my inhibitions it's been a long two weeks of moving and I didn't have the kids and and I just I just wanted to do this and I had been feeling okay lately 
So I actually texted Rachel. I'm like, hi, this is, <laughs> I'm feeling this. And, you know, she's like, okay, well, let's give it some words. Like, why do you want this? And I said, that's well, why also, Rachel's the best. She is. I was also just really craving the taste of straight tequila. Mm. <laughs> um, and so we were talking about, I'm like, okay, I'm either going to like chug Red Bull, which is just not good. Right. Or I'm going to have it and and she agreed that it was a lot healthier for my body to just have some good clean straight tequila and I had one shot that I sipped over an hour and I felt good and then I was done. Yep. And that was good like I'm I'm I feel okay. I mean besides You, you know, look great. Thank you. You're I welcome. didn't put any makeup on or anything but my eyes were not swollen shut today. I'm not I mean I have like eczema on my hands because I have been going ham on the dairy lately. Um, but other than that, um, I'm happy with it. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be drinking all the time. Right. Um, I probably won't drink for a while again. But now I know that, like, if I'm having that craving, I can do it. Absolutely. And I could probably have And your more. mind's in the right place. Yeah. 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 Because honestly, I remember when I first stopped the alcohol, I was, like, compensating with eating all of the other garbage mm. foods i'm like okay this is really defeating the purpose of everything that i'm trying so to do so right easy now. to fall into that though and that's something that we talk about talked about a lot um when i was going through my preparation for weight loss surgery mm-hmm. back in 2011 they talk a lot about addiction transfer and for me oh, i do I, I do identify as somebody who's uh addicted to food yes yeah, same and i know that there are people who would say that's impossible you can't be addicted to food and I would say, that's BS. Yeah. Because you weren't around when I was picking food out of a trash can and to eat. And look at, like, the brain maps. There are, you know, that... And that I feel like we... I want to bring in a guest to talk about that because that is something, like, I follow someone on Instagram who says, like, it's it's not... Like, most of the time, her posts are very on par with what I'm needing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes she's like, no, there's no such thing as food addiction. It's And I'm like, mm, no, because I... Your brain, your brain behaves like the brain of any other addict. The Mm -hmm. same places at the same reward spots in your brain are triggered when you, you know, are gorging yourself on food as somebody who's into hardcore drugs. It just, it's the same thing. Except you can't just quit. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. The unfortunate thing is for us, we can't go cold turkey Mm because we'll die. Yeah. And it's everywhere around us. And And it's so much a part of our culture. uh And like, if you're going on a date, what are you probably doing? Eating. Yep. And that's just so that's something we talk about a lot is addiction transfer. And that's something that I had to work on a lot for sure, because when you can't use your drug of choice for me is food. What else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? For me, it was alcohol. For me, it has been alcohol Um, at many points in my life where I would just like go off. the. I wasn't going off the deep end with food necessarily because I couldn't, but I was going off the deep end with alcohol. Right. Because after your surgery, you physically can't. You physically can't eat. Yeah. Um, Mm. But you can sure get some liquid down there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's it's unfortunate. But that is the reason why I think Rachel's so wonderful, especially with what how she works with you is because she asks the cause she gets to the mm-hmm. root of the cause your feelings behind it what's really going on here like she you said she asked you last night what are your feelings about this yeah and and what she said she was like if you 
had the urge to go out and drink to like get away from your problems or because you were depressed she's like i really truly feel like your body would have would respond differently to the alcohol yeah but if you want to go out and dance and get silly then you know what i mean i feel like i'm gonna be a little silly tonight yeah i might be a little bit just silly just a little bit i wasn't silly last night because it was friday i'm never really silly on friday Oh, really? Is that like a role for you? I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) I used to think when I was working like in the corporate world, um, my friend Brooke and I, because we worked together and she was my, still is one of my best friends. She would, we would leave the office and bolt to Vagabond before 6 p.m. happy hour. Oh, yeah. Before happy hour ended at 6. And we would, I don't know how we did it. We would go so hard. Just because it was such, I'm like, no one, I truly had a major drinking problem when I was working there just because, like, it was so stressful. Um, And that's how I used alcohol in the wrong way. Yeah. But I don't know how we did it. Like, we would say, all right, just happy hour and then go home. And then next thing, it's like midnight or 2 a.m. And, like, imagine doing that now. Right? Like, no, no wonder. Yeah. No wonder I felt so badly. Like, I destroyed my body. But, but I sure did rally. <laughs> sure did. I, I remember days like being able, yeah, go out all night, like come home, sleep for a couple hours, get up, go to work. And I'd be like, I'm great. All I need is, oh wait, all I need is a Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> a breakfast sandwich, some greasy Chinese food and some Advil and I'll be great. You guys, I'll be fine. Oh my God. Look at us now. Yeah, give me some more We're lemon water. We're here on a Saturday talking about celery I'm, juice. I've been up since 7 a.m. I was at Target at 8 a.m. <laughs> That's Target. true. I've already done all my meal prep for the week. You're an animal. I know. <laughs> I told you, I woke up this morning like... <laughs> Not me. I woke up and like Eric was already at my old house moving the rest of the mm. stuff. I'm like, oh man. He's so good to me. And I'm like... He is. Struggling to get down the steps just because morning, it's uh, it's not, it's not so good to me. As I sip my energy cold brew, mm. is that from Dunkin' Donuts? It is. It is from Dunkin'. It's so I did get Dunkin's almond milk does have sugar in it, but I woke up this morning and like my, with my sinuses, and I know like your sinuses. And this is not any kind of medical anything. It's just we're not doctors. We're not doctors, but like your sinuses, the pressure points are directly connected to your gut. And oh, really? Sugar in your gut, we know, is like wreaks havoc with for leaky. I gut. didn't know that. Yeah. Though. So a lot of times, if you have a lot of like sinus pressure, look back and and see like how much sugar you've been having. So no, I did not drink like That's frozen margaritas. Crazy. But the Brussels sprouts might have I yeah, might as well have been like eating spoonfuls of brown sugar last night. Here I was, oh, let me get vegetables instead of fries. And I'm like basically eating candy. Uh should have just had the fries. Mm. And then that kombucha, we were like, Oh, look at the sugar. This is such low but it was two servings. So Oh, that bottle was that two bottle How much sugar was servings. it really? Um in the to- in a full bottle was eighteen grams of sugar. So it was, um, point being, saying that I do have, like, some sinus pressure this morning, and I know that's not from the ounce and a half of right. straight tequila that I had. Right. It's from the sugar that I had. 
So my Dunkin' drink, um, it does have some almond milk, but I got the like the unsweetened coconut flavor, some extra ice, and I'm good with that. I want to ask you a question really quick. Okay. Would you say that you are uh, an aggressive driver? <laughs> why you got to make me say this on air? Because I'm going to tell you why, because I have a theory. I, mean, I think I'm a fantastic driver. That's not what I said. <laughs> but like, if you ask passengers... They would say you're aggressive. Ask Christian Correa about my job. I am going to ask him because I have a theory. It's not as bad, but yes. And I, you're proving me right. I'm a city driver. Duncan people are insane <laughs> drivers. You people are crazy. Really? You people are nuts on the road. Where do you drink your... Like, what do you... Wawa, like a normal South Jersey person. Okay. Wawa coffee, I'll drink hot. I love hot Wawa coffee, but I can't do their iced coffee. I don't like their ice. It's like the little pellets. Oh, I don't really like iced coffee. I mean, I'll. Oh, eh. I I'm love a, coffee. I'm a I'm a coffee. I'm an iced coffee fanatic. Every once in a while, like when I got up at four forty five a.m. this week to do beach yoga, which I'm excited. We have um, Stacia from Light as a Feather Yoga here. She's going to be coming yes. back on the next segment. Um, but we'll talk to her about some. All the I know she does beach yoga and all of that stuff, but that's when I had hot coffee. But during the day, I like me during some the day ice. you go cold. I go cold. Like well, my, hot or cold. Like now I heart. know. Now I know that you're a wild driver because you like Dunkin' Donuts. Every time I get cut off on the road driving to work, it's a, it's a person coming out of the Dunkin' Donuts. All right, we'll be right <laughs> back with more volume up on News Talk 1400 WOND. <laughs> I'm starting to see Welcome back to Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution. It's me, Leslie, here with Charlie, and we are joined by Stacia. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Welcome. It's beautiful Saturday morning. Yes. Yes. So um, I asked you to come on the show because we I talk about yoga a lot, and people love it. And I was like, okay, I have the perfect person because you don't just do yoga. I don't really know about your full experience and I I purposely wanted to wait until we were on air to talk awesome. about it. So so tell me exactly what you do with Light as a Feather Yoga is your business or yep. one of your businesses. Yes. <laughs> so I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. Yes. I've seen to start businesses out of the whim of just a passion. Um it was really an interesting situation for me because my calling to yoga was completely just through osmosis. Like it's with a friend um, who actually was practicing at the Grace and Glory was like, you should come check this out. So I started going to yoga classes and was like, okay, this is great, but it wasn't really speaking to me mm-hmm. um, right then and there. Right. And then on Facebook, I saw this contraption called a yoga trapeze, and I was like, this looks cool. I was like a dollar to try it. Why not? You know, so 
I bought the yoga trapeze and I started practicing at home, which was a great experience on its own. And just the inversion therapy was incredible for me because I had been experiencing a lot of sciatica problems. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like anything to help relieve like um, back pain or just have that kind of experience where I can start kind of creating a solution to my problem. So I was doing it on my own. And then I got an email saying that they were doing a certification course in Barcelona. I was like, definitely like yeah. Barcelona yoga certification sounds amazing. And I didn't go in as a, um, like wanting to be a teacher. I wanted to just improve my practice, like just to try to be more informed as to what I was doing at home. And then halfway through the program, I, I saw the business potential yoga body really like opened me up to the idea that this can be not only something that you do for yourself, but it can be something you can share with other people and make money on. Yeah. So I, you know, I looked at this as like, okay, this is a good opportunity for me to start another business because I'm crazy and I love to start businesses. Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided, I was like, you know what, this is going to be good. Like I can come back and I can share it with my friends. I can share it with people that are just looking to kind of create a solution to the same kind of problems I was having. So like going to Barcelona that alone was just an experience. It was like boot camp. It was like emotional, physical. It was it was everything kind of combined. So I kind of had a breakthrough experience with it. I got my certification. I came back. And as soon as I got back, I, I started advertising, let me teach you a free discovery class. So our, our whole motivation behind it is get people in with no prejudice. Like mm -hmm. let them come and try it for free. You know, so I still hold true to that. Like if it's a new student, they want to come try it with me. They can schedule a discovery class. I'll give them a good 30 minute introduction to what the equipment does, how it works. We'll talk about kind of like a, a plan of what you're looking for for your goal sets with doing yoga or just having a new practice. And then from there, you decide if you want to come and sign up for a package. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I um I haven't tried it yet, but um our friend Tara yeah has one like hanging up mm -hmm. in, in her, her house in her house yes. and I went over and I was like oh she's like you want to try it I'm like not right now but like <laughs> but in the back of my head I'm like this is probably it looks like it feels so good on your back like so what it does it's the inversion therapy actually creates space between the vertebrae so when you're hanging upside down when we're at our desk and we're constantly hunched over mm -hmm. and you're you're always doing these bad postures just naturally you're counteracting all that so just hanging upside down for a couple minutes a day will help you relieve a lot of the the pain that happens from just decompressing your back throughout your normal daily activities so just having that as a therapeutic tool is is amazing in itself but then it also offers all this other stuff because we have the straps that are attached which create um, the ability to do posterior chain to do pull-up which you don't have in normal yoga when you're right. on a mat there is no pull motion. So I'm now taking what M Matt Yoga does and inversion therapy does, but then adding in pull motion, it's a full body workout. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so where do you do your classes? So currently I'm teaching privates. It's summertime. So I'm just trying to get outside as much as possible. Like Love I it. made like a, a goal set to myself. I'm getting certified in Matt Yoga with the same company in Barcelona. So when I came back from my immersion one, I was like, you know what? I got to do more outdoor stuff. This is like, I live in a beach town. I, I'm not utilizing it that much. So yeah. I have a stand and I'm doing privates um, through Airbnb experience. Uh, you could book through that. And I also have um, where you can contact me through the social media and just set up a private with me that way. That's so cool. So Airbnb. So people mm -hmm. who come and, and stay in the city when you, so when you log on to Airbnb and you put right. in Atlantic city, 
if you scroll down, there's experiences, and mine will be one of the ones that pops up, where you can just book a hour-long private session on wow. the beach with me. That's, That's so- really awesome. Yeah, wow. And it's I always try to do in the beginning of the day when sunrise Mm -hmm. or at the end of the day when the sun's setting. Obviously, it's very hot in the middle of the day. It's very humid in Atlantic City, so I'm not trying to kill my students. (laughs) Yeah. And so I try to create it more as like a beginning day experience or ending the day experience. And I add in a little bit of guided meditation at the end. You have the experience of usually the beach is completely empty when we're doing it. So it's like you have a private beach to yourself, you know? That's so cool. I just did... um beach sunrise yoga for the Mm. first time earlier this week um when fox 29 was down in brigantine and um me waking up that early was was a challenge i literally had to have like my people yelling at me get up yeah it's Um, it's that's the hardest part what they say with yoga showing up to the mat it's like you know it's like but once you're there you're like you feel so relieved that you you showed up every single time i'm like i don't know why i like fought with this (laughs) in my head because this is i have an amazing experience every single time so and you so your sunrise and sunset classes are they regular yoga as well or just the the so we're uh, i'm working actually it's really funny because through this journey i've mm-hmm. brought along other people in my journey so one of my students that i met through a friend of mine um sylvia came to a class fell in love with it and then a month later she's going to san diego to get certified with yoga body because they also do a couple um immersions in the states so they have one in georgia and then they do one in california so she signed up to the one in california and went and got certified so now we've partnered up and between us, we have three stands. So we can do uh, semi-privates together, or uh, we do our own individual things on our own. So I offer free classes for regular mat yoga right now um, because I'm getting certified. I'm trying to just get practice. So anyone yeah. who will let me teach you, um, I'm offering at the north end of uh, Atlantic City's Beach near, in between New Hampshire and Seaside Ave. Okay. Um, I'm doing free classes on Thursdays from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., and then okay. on Friday morning from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. So I'm offering, again, that same experience. And then if you wanted to set up a trapeze class with, with us, we're mm-hmm. also keeping the stand set up um, the hour prior to the evening class on Thursday and the hour after. So we, we will have three stands for semi-private classes available during those times, too. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So if anybody listening wants to do, like, a semi-private volume-up trapeze yoga um, send us a message either on Instagram at Volume Up Online or on Facebook at Volume Up with Leslie Jesperson. Um, if you can't figure, if you can't find us, just go to volumeuponline.com and all of our socials are there. And you can find Light as a Feather Yoga yeah. on all your socials. Yeah, and I'm also through you guys. I want to offer a uh, package for the summer so you can get four classes for 150 bucks with the yoga trapeze. So you just got to say you heard a, about the podcast through Volume Up, and then I'll give you the special if you wanted to, to book an actual package. With oh, me. awesome! Mm-hmm. Yay! So you get some Volume Up exclusive discounts. Mm-hmm. That sounds so fun, Charlie. So Charlie's never done yoga ever. <laughs> I've really? never done yoga like and regular th- yoga. Forget like being suspended up on something yeah. and then contorting. Myself. And you're on a show with her like every week, and we always talk about it. Out. And do you see how quiet I get? I'm like, stay mm, so in your lane. <laughs> but that, you know what? You're the perfect student to bring into this because. I I would totally do it. Well, the well, I would totally do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
because you're not bringing any prejudice. And yeah. you come in as a completely blank slate. This is the best. Best for me is like when I'm teaching someone who's never done yoga before because they don't have these judgments as to what it should be right. or what it means for them. Well, now let me ask you a question then. So as somebody who's never done any kind of yoga before, mm. should I start with regular mat yoga or can I to. jump? I can, can jump, jump right, right into in. the trappy yeah. stuff, really. Because the way we train you, especially in the beginning, we're showing you different levels of the poses. So if I can see you can go to a B variation, then I'm going to teach you to the B variation. If I see you're struggling with the first variation, yeah. then I'm going to keep it at that, slow it down, make sure you get the pose so you feel successful, and then we'll move on to the next pose. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think it's really important to highlight, too, because um, I have always been drawn to this kind of workout because I'm a perfectionist. And so, like, being in the gym and taking those kind of classes, like, if I didn't get it right the first time, I was like, I'm out. This is, Mm -hmm. like, if I'm not good at it the first time, I don't want to do it. And the cool thing about yoga is, like, there's always modifications. And it doesn't, I'm sure you hear it all the time, I'm not flexible. Yeah. That's why you go. That's why you go. Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's so funny, too, because I have students all the time saying, I have problems with this. I have problems with this. I can't open my hips. I have no shoulder openers. Like, I even get men in my classes, which are really beneficial. I get big, beefy dudes, you know, like, that are, like, bodybuilders and stuff that need it probably the most. Mm -hmm. And they get into some of these, like, poses I get them in, and they realize how flexible they are because gravity is pulling them there. Where you're on a mat, it's you against the mat, you know? But when you're in the air, it's you allowing just to let go. And once you let go, it's, like, amazing things happen in this practice. That's awesome. I had a, actually a student um, last week where she's from Ohio, never tried yoga trapeze, has done yoga like quite a bit. And she's like, I just wanted something different. I guess she's been going through something kind of emotional. She came to Atlantic City just to get away. So she came and did it. And it was her last day of her trip. And literally at the end of the class, she's like in tears, like this something happened to me. Like this opened me up. This is exactly what I needed. And it's just whatever your experience is, it's different for everyone. But to have a student like really connect with it and say, I've been to yoga and I never had that aha kind of like emotional coming to Jesus moment until today. Yeah. And it's just like that. That is why I do this. Like it's that feeling of like I just gave someone something that they needed. And whether it's just to teach them how to breathe, it's good for me. You know, I talk about breath. What did I say before? Like my breath is like my favorite, most mm. powerful tool. And some people are like, Leslie, you're crazy. I mean, I know it is so true. But you have it with you everywhere you go. Mm. But I learned about my my harnessing my breath uh, as a learning uh, singing song training as a child so as a singer you learn to breathe from your diaphragm because like people don't realize you have like double the lung capacity and so through singing training and then when i was having kids and like wanting to do natural labor learning to use your breath to control your like slow your heart rate yeah, down absolutely. and like stay in control and the same and thing it's with tapped into your parasympathetic nerve system so there's amazing things that can happen when you slow your breath down in yoga and allowing yourself to get into stretches further because you can slow down that fight or flight yeah you know? so it's kind of amazing when you can start connecting like your nervous system and your mind and your body and everything that's happening with breath and like the things that happen with that and it's very important, especially in the yoga bodies, like practices that we start with breathing techniques and we end with breathing techniques. So from the beginning to the end, you're reminded of your breath. I'm this. I just I just love everything. <laughs> so, everything OK, about question it. for both of you, then. So would you say it sounds like the way you're talking about the whole experience and the whole experience of 
experiencing your breath and using mm-hmm. it as a tool. Would you say then that yoga and specifically the kinds of yoga that you teach, would you say that that's on par with any other kind of therapy? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I think it's all kind of interconnected too. like when you look at like even the different um, types of yoga practices, they all have things that are like thread through like it's like a DNA that goes through all of them. But they all have different variations, you know, like you don't look like your mother, but you have a lot of similarities to your mother, you know, so things all stem from this, like, especially if you look at like meditation practices, or even like when you look at, um, uh, fighters when they do training there's a lot of things that's connected with breath and body movement to keep them on their toes so like they have to have certain types of breath when they're doing punches and when they're training their punches and it has to do with mind body connection mm-hmm. and making sure that's actually activating everything that's supposed to activate that's yeah. awesome yeah sounds cool yeah i think i think we we have a convert yeah a yoga yeah. convert listen i'll try it i'll try anything once yeah this is, you were saying this a lot last night too we're gonna talk about it in the second hour but like charlie has really weird like food aversions and stuff and she's like i'll try it but like uh, anyway yeah nutrition is another topic in itself for sure another piece of the and puzzle even like you know i did the 40 days of personal revolution with grace yeah. and glory and i realized through that like the biggest realization that i had was my f- relationship with food is horrible mm. like and doing all this yoga practice i'm starting to become much more aware with it that you know as a child we were rewarded with sweets so mentally yes. i always feel like oh i did good i need a sweet you know so i have to like retrain my brain to be like oh i did good maybe i should have an apple you know right like, right that <laughs> or, food is not it's so crazy that you just brought that up because that's what we were talking about in the talk first about segment lot, about yeah. like our relationship with food we're talking about like we have like food addiction problems yeah. and with giving up alcohol and all the you know all this stuff um you start to realize all yeah yeah especially the fact that you say that you gave up one thing and now you're realizing all the other things you're addicted to yeah you're like holy crap i'm really messed up yeah it's (laughs) it's so crazy that's literally just what we were we were talking about earlier in the hour uh it's definitely something that a lot of people don't realize and until yeah. they um i haven't done the 40 days to personal revolution um it was really I get scared, amazing but i feel I, you like know what it was i went in with it because i'm doing you know my mat certification i'm doing all this education already and mm-hmm. practice and all this so i'm like you know i'm just gonna really throw myself to the bull you know and kind of like go for it and it was a it came at the perfect time for me because now I feel more mentally prepared going into the certification as to the way I need to kind of fix myself, you know? Like, I knew I had a lot of work to do coming back from Spain from the Immersion One, and like now I know more about the work I need to do to fix it, you know? Like, I now I have solutions to my problems, and it kind of gave me like a good like stepping stone for it. Right. So, I mean, it's anything that kind of brings you to those aha moments. I feel like it's beneficial for you for your future, you know? Right. Like with doing the yoga and just having this experience where I'm I'm constantly challenged, like no day is ever the same. Even when I'm on the trapeze, like I've been doing it for a year and a half and I have moments and days where I'm like, I'm just weak today. I can't lift myself up. I don't know what's going on. And then I give myself a day of rest and then I come back and I'm like crushing moves that I like haven't been able to crush and like forever you know yeah now can i ask you because you also work in the nightclub industry yeah. 
finding do you find that this is so much more necessary balancing Absolutely. that because I I mean I didn't work in the industry to the extent that you did because I was like out the door by 9 30 yeah. p.m um but but how do they so interact it's it's a challenge like let me tell you like I was at work from 10 o'clock last night till 5 30 this morning and here I am today and yeah. I'm about to have to go into a triple today so I have three other gigs I have to go deal with and then I'm at work till seven in the morning so this is a challenge I don't sleep much but it's this is the ends of the mean for me so it's like I feel like nightlife is not forever it's right. not where I want to go I'm only getting older I really want to start evolving myself into a place that I don't have to worry about my nighttime work so mm-hmm. I will hustle and I will work my butt off until the other thing is compensating the one so right. this is like a transition period but I've noticed even because like you I've I've backed off from drinking 90% of what I what I used to do because of working in nightlife it's just so easy you know Mm -hmm. people always want to buy you shots or drinks or whatever I'm at the point where it's like I don't even enjoy it anymore I don't I don't want it like I don't crave it I don't need it the alcohol was the easiest thing for me to quit you know sugar is gonna be the hardest yeah so it's like so okay the alcohol was easy to kind of like give up and not have to be so like emotionally connected to so once I start giving that away I started realizing I have so much more energy to do all this other stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. I always had the energy. I just was, like, numbing it. So Right, yeah. So now I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel fine. I only got a couple hours of sleep, but I didn't drink last night, so here I am, you know? Like, I can manage off of a good diet, being hydrated, making sure I'm just giving myself some relaxation in between my shifts, and then I can hustle through and then give myself a coma Monday. Yeah, you right? Know? Yes, all the sleep. That's awesome. Um if you're just tuning in, we are here with Stacia of Light as a Feather Yoga. And where can people find you online to find out, you know, if they're listening, but they're not, they don't have a pen Yeah, nearby? absolutely. So the easiest way to find me is uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's L-A-A-F, so Laugh Yoga. It's super easy to find me on Facebook as well if you want to type in L-A-A-F Yoga. Um, I also have a website. It's lightasafeatheryoga.com. Okay. It's getting updated, so some of the prices are a little bit from last season. But if you want to inquire about anything on our packages or any of our events, that's where you can find us at any of our social medias. Um, I also do a, a an event twice a year. Mm-hmm. We're going to have it in December called Decompress. And it's a health and wellness event that, you know, if, if you guys are interested in more information on that, we'll be posting more information as soon as summer's done. Okay. And it's uh, usually we have four workshops all included in one price and a bunch of healthy vendors that people come out. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, so Charlie, you gonna try this? Should we do like a, a volume up uh, trapeze yoga? Class? I think it sounds like fun. We could do like a semi private one. Yeah, for sure. I think. All right. So stay tuned to our uh, Facebook page, Volume Up with Leslie Jesperson, and our website at volumeuponline.com. And we will uh, we'll be posting there. We've got to definitely just follow us on Facebook because we have a lot of stuff that we're going to be announcing uh, today that we're going to talk about. Later in the we week. got a lot going on. You guys are gonna love it. Yeah, um, Stacia, I wanted to go back to something that you said a little while ago, which is that you consider yourself a serial entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? So that's something that I've been exploring. My not so much serial entrepreneurism, but going into business for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Becoming my own boss, not having to go punch a clock anywhere for anybody anymore ever yeah. again, right? Yeah. What set you on that path? Because that's not typical, <laughs> and it takes a different kind of 
personality structure to be able to do it. Absolutely. So I, I've been classified as type A, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I'm, I've always been kind of more outgoing. My dad has to be a c- biggest contributor to that. He's an entrepreneur, and I was always raised with this entrepreneurial spirit in the household. And I have a ton of cousins that are all business owners. So when you come from a family of business owners, yes. the expectation is, are you going to go work for someone and try to make like your salary? Are you going to work for yourself and really show yourself to be someone that's going to be looked up to. So I've always had this like inspiration for my father to do that for myself. And when I got out of college, which I went to school for fine art. So I've kind of come full circle in this yeah. world, you know, like I, I'm actually a designer. So my other company, um, which I started right out of college is an entertainment company. It's called AI cat studio. We provide dancers and models and performers and creative marketing solutions for small businesses to casinos, to big events. So I, I've always, like, how I could work for people and just feel like I wasn't being treated, like, with respect or just in a way that I felt was conducive to the performer life, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, people always telling you you're too fat or you're not this, you're Does not that. that happened to you? Oh, absolutely. So Stop. it's like, when you get kind of, like, abused in the industry, you're like, I can do this way better and treat people and empower people. Like, I have a a way of, you know, especially, you know, it's life with this industry. You got to be in shape. You have to look good. So it's like another thing came full circle. I'm like, now I have something I can offer my girls. Like, I can train them. I can give them classes. I can, if I can tell that they're kind of not taking care of themselves, I can offer them advice, you know, in a helpful way and not in a demeaning way. Mm. So, like, for me, like, the starting the business just seemed like, it just wasn't a natural fit. And I luckily have the support of my dad with having the knowledge of how to start a business, how to start an LLC, how to manage the accounting. And I've like learned everything just by doing, not because I went to school for it. I was an art major. They didn't really, they tell you a little bit about art and business, but not much. Right, not you know, much. Not how to make money. So. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. That's great. I know. Um, so, okay. So then, so what happens after you get out of college? How do you, how do you transition from, cause at some point you are, you are working for somebody. So yeah. how do you, how do you start the transition? So I've always been working for someone as well as working for myself. So I, I call it diversitizing my income. Mm. So for me, it's never a sure thing when you own your own business until it really sets off and there's a really need in the market. Yeah. Unfortunately, I seem to have fallen into a business that it's, great to have when people are in an economical boom but when they're in an economical low i'm the first thing to get cut so then we have high years and we have low years and in in between that i always manage to maintain bar jobs where i'm bartending and i'm making cash or i used to book myself out as a model and as a performer as well so for a good amount of those years when i was first starting i was working as a performer making more profit as well And at the end of the day, I've always had a way of diversitizing my income, always had multiple jobs. And it's not ideal. I would love to have one thing be my my all. But I don't know. I might get bored if I just had the one thing. You You think so? Really? Kind of. I've always kind of liked to do a lot of things. I have many hats I wear. So it's like, what do you want to wear the same hat every day? I'm this. It's so funny you say this because sometimes I like feel like bad about I'm like oh I'm not doing this right because I'm like I'm doing a million different things Mm -hmm. but I also really enjoy that yeah um so I just want to thank you for coming in we're going to go to our uh top of the hour news 
But thank you if you're just tuning in or if you want to know where you can find out more information on Stasia. It's Light as a Feather Yoga, L-A-A-F Yoga on Instagram. And um, I think we're going to do some kind of volume up trapeze class because that sounds so fun. And we'll post about uh, the special volume up exclusive discount on the classes. So um, come swing with us. Come swing with us. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. We will be right back after top of the hour news on volume up the lifestyle radio revolution. And on News Talk 1400 WOND, South Jersey's News Talk Leader. Listen online at WONDradio.com. Welcome back to Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution. I'm just rocking out. You knew that song. I Who did. Is that? That's Wild Adriatic. They are playing the Live at Five Tanger Concert Series on August 22nd oh, sweet. while they're around because they're opening up for uh, Leonard Skinner here at BB&T. No way. In Camden. So um, they're old friends of mine. Actually, the lead singer, Travis did you hear that falsetto that he hit? Yeah. He used to be a uh, musical theater person, really? but we kind of look alike. So we always joke that like, he's like, I'm going to be a just person and we're going to be just people. Just and, people. Like, <laughs> and we're like, let's take a selfie and you know, we should put this on the Christmas card for mom. I like yeah. it. This is good. Yeah. But they're super fun guys. So August 22nd, you can catch them for a free show in Atlantic city at the live at five tanger uh, outlets summer concert series which we have uh, another one it's every thursday from five to seven come on out this thursday it's so much fun you can bring the kids it's family friendly bring your chairs bring your chairs we do have some chairs um we just steal them from starbucks and set them up but there's an, a water ice cart and a hot dog cart mm, and there's cavo, hot dogs hot dogs there's cavo cafe they oh have that's the right the crepery mm-hmm. no, i've never then, been there then wingcraft i love wingcraft so, um, yeah, come on out. This week is Locals Week with Bonus Room and Dynasty Marie. Oh, sweet. So it'll be a fun time. That will be fun. That guy's yeah. got a falsetto like Jason Derulo. Oh, yeah. Derulo. Travis, you got to... <laughs> I wonder if I can get them in the studio. I'll have to look at their tour schedule. There's, I don't know. I don't Just know if they them. can handle AM radio, TBH. <laughs> the special skill set. So... Um, so, girl. So, I wanted to talk about. Well, you think I was. So, I was. I can't wait to hear this on story. Whether I should talk about this on air because I don't. I'm not going to name the business because I don't want to do that. But and before you talk about it, I want to say that we specifically at our on our date last night did mm-hmm. not talk about this because I said yes. I, I don't want to hear. I want to know so bad because it's such a juicy story. Yeah, but well, I wanted to we save do this my a reaction. Lot where we purposely won't talk. <laughs> we save Sometimes it for you guys. Sometimes on the break, we just sit here in silence because we want <laughs> we this to be other. on air. Because um, we like to save it for you guys. Yeah. We want to bring you authentic radio. So my nails, I get my nails done. Um, I normally do the builder gel, which is like 
really expensive, but they last me three to four weeks. Mm-hmm. They don't break because I'm a big klutz. I'm like slamming them indoors. Um, and maybe I'll post a picture of the colors right now. I was going for like a mermaid vibe, but it really just looks like um, my friend Melissa. No, my friend Katie said it looks like 90s Taco Bell <laughs> colors <laughs> or like a gymnastics Olympics leotard or something. That was my favorite one. Yeah. So I normally drive out this way to get my nails done, but I just don't have the time to. It's like a 40 minute drive and you're sitting there for hours and I'm not one who can make appointments because my life is just crazy. But the kids, especially in the summertime, like if I have two hours to myself, I'm like, "Ooh, let me run. Right. So my one nail was starting to break. It was now I will say that it was 630. And the nail salon that I was going to closed at 7.30. So I know that I was pushing it. No, you, no. Okay. So I walked in and I said, do you have time for a pedicure and a fill? Because that's what I was getting, a pedicure and a fill. I say it the same way every time. These, you know, when, if you know about nails, you get a fill. That means they're not starting from scratch. Right. Literally, they're they building upon just be what's like, already there. They're building upon what's already there. They're filling out the space closest to your cuticle with the, the hardened gel on top. And they're trimming it, shaping it, just like a regular manicure would do. And they said, yes, come on in. They took, pick out your colors. I picked my colors right away. Said, can you do these three colors? Yes. So... She's doing this, and that's fine. And she said, do you want me to cut them down? I'm like, well, yeah, like normal, you know. Right, just to get them back to where they were before last time. Because obviously, if you don't cut your nails when you go to get the fill, like, that's just not. Right. So, it's getting, it took like 40 minutes. Now, mind you, there are still other people in the salon, and she said to me, hey, look, I'm really tired. Can you come back tomorrow to get your (sighs) pedicure if, you know, we're closing? And I was like, I can't come tomorrow, but okay, maybe this is my fault. I came. What time was it now? It, it, it was like 7.20. So, okay. But a pedicure doesn't take that long. But I was like, all right, whatever. I'll respect that. I said, I can come back Friday. She said, okay. And she wrote me the ticket and she said, it's $47. And I paid it. For so, wait, I'm assuming that that included, she's just charging me for my pedicure now. Because right. normally when you get a manicure and pedicure together, it's like a little bit of a discount. Right. Well, but normally you're also not paying for something before the service is rendered. Right. So, I didn't know. I just paid it. I tipped her $10. And that's something that we're going to talk about yeah. aside, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the tipping thing. So, I tipped her $10 on 47 I liked my nails. They were, you know, they're they're all even because I've had them done before where they're they're not even and... You know, I'm I'm happy with them. So I pop over Friday because Thursday is just crazy. I have the concert series and and I was still like moving out of my house. It was so I go over there Friday and I said, oh, I'm I'm getting my pedicure. But as I was thinking about it, I said I didn't show them my nails. I like I didn't want them to realize who it was or if I don't know. So I said, how much is a builder gel fill? He said, thirty five. I said, okay, well, you charged me $47. And he's like, well, you got them shaped. <gasps> I said, they were already shaped. 
I coffin shape is not a new thing. What do I've you never, mean? All they had to do was file them. He said that's five dollars for shaping, and you got them cut down, so that's another five dollars. And you did no. this, and I said, "Are you? That's that's a, built into the price of the bill." Yeah, that's insane. And I said, "Are you?" I said, "Did you charge me for the pedicure?" No, that's all exact. So I said, "You're meaning to?" T-, and I, like it was a full salon, and I'm not this kind of person, but Mercury retrograde. Time of the month. Oh, I don't know. my God. But Charlie, when I tell you, and, and my friend Nugget was sitting there, she didn't realize I was there, too. And I just said, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever experienced, and I will never be back here. But then wow. I see Nugget sitting in the chair, and I go over to her, and I'm talking, and I was like, I think I embarrassed her a little bit. Sorry, Nugget. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, no, I'm definitely not ever coming back here, but I just wanted to say hi. And the lady who did my nails was the one doing hers. And I was like, yeah, can you believe they charged me an extra $12 for absolutely no reason? And I really try not to be like, do you know who I am? Because I think that's absolutely ridiculous. But I wanted to be like, that was a bad move, sir. That was a dumb thing to guess do. guess what? Now I'm going to blow you up. <laughs> I just, I, I have my own experience with At this that salon uh, that we'll talk about. But I know, I've never in my life heard of being charged for a shape change and tra- or, and or a nail cut down unless you're coming in specifically for that. Like, look at mine. Like, if I went into my nail salon today, right today. and said, I, and I just got mine done last week. If I went into my nail salon today and said, can you change the shape? Then yeah, yes, they're going to charge you, right? Because you're coming in for a separate service. But to do that when it's part of your fill service, that's, that's insane. That literally is what a, that is what a it's fill part is. of the exactly. So what did they? I don't know what they charged you for then. The paint job. I certainly didn't get any lotion <laughs> massage on. You my didn't? Hand. No. Like, <laughs> please call in if you have an opinion on this. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe Charlie's crazy. 609-927-1100. And because also, if you want to add your, your worst customer service experience while we're on the subject. This is because I feel like these people, because we're on a shore town island, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they think that it's all rich people, that they can just make up these numbers, and people will pay them. Well, you know what I think it is, too? I think it's definitely that, because it's the summer, right? Mm-hmm. They're just going to give you a number, you're going to pay because you want to get out. And also, it's like, when you've lived on the island for so long comes such a hassle to leave especially in and, the summer and i'm okay paying five more dollars for my service than you know the gas to drive that i'm okay with but don't just make up an extra 12 dollars in services and i've this i've had this experience at other salons before where like they'll charge me if i got like a mat Look, this right. is just like asking if I ask for guacamole and you say you know guac is extra, right? Please, tell me. If right. you're going to upcharge me, right. same thing happened with my hair before when I got my... Really? Let me stop. Let me stop. You seem to be getting all wound up. <laughs> like, oh, you should get... Look, if you're going to upsell somebody, you need to tell them yeah. that it's extra charges. That it's an upsell. Because I've... Had an extra hundred dollars in services on my hair before done with this hair with this hair for protection because I'm bleaching it and stuff. Oh, and they just and, don't tell you, and they don't tell you how much it is. And they're all expensive. Those treatments are all, not cheap. Yes, and and plus the tipping. I just assume that 
I like God. I would never ever want to be the person who is a bad tipper. So I always tip twenty percent minimum. That's on a Leo everything. thing. Is that a Leo thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think it's a server because I was in the hospitality industry for so long. Like, uh, you know, getting a bad tip, like you're the scum of the earth. Oh, there's you, really no reason not to tip. Uh, not to not to tip well. If you cannot afford right. to go out. Uh, then you can't afford to tip, and that's in all aspects. If you can't afford to go to tip when you get your nails done, when you get your hair done, yeah, then, you, then, can, you, then yeah. you can't afford to get your nails so done. So hair done. when I lived in Britain, actually, no, I didn't live in Brigantine. I had moved to Atlantic City, but I was going but to get... But you're pretty close to Brigantine. I'm super close yeah. to Brigantine, and so sometimes I have to go over the bridge, and I have to get stuff done over there. So I yeah. used to go get... Before I had the nail salon that I go to now, and the girl who does my nails now regularly, mm-hmm. I was going to the same place that you're talking about. Uh, in Brig. Mm-hmm. And I went there one day, not a newbie, not somebody that they'd never seen before. I would go, I would get my nails done, and I would get my eyebrows waxed. One day I went in there, and as women tend to do sometimes when you've been out the night before, I forgot that I left my debit card in my wristlet from the night before. Mm-hmm. So I get there, and I'm like, uh, my services are all done. I got my eyebrows waxed. I got my nails done. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. I don't have my debit card. Um, but TD Bank is literally right yeah. there. And I can run across the street and take the money out. They had me. I had. I was wearing a leather jacket that day because it was cold. They had me leave my leather jacket there for collateral while I went. Literally in the same parking lot. Yeah. It's in the same like complex. To go take out money from TD Bank and come back and pay them. They really were like, you need to leave. First of all, they asked me to leave my phone. <laughs> they asked me to leave my iPhone first. And I said, you, really no, what I'm I should. sorry. This nail service is not worth 800 plus dollars. Right. So. Really what I should have said was I'm not leaving you anything anywhere yeah. at any time, but I'll go get the money. But it was just such a bizarre. I'd never been confronted with that request before. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to leave you my phone. Yeah, but I'll leave you. And they were like, "Well, then you leave your jacket." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, all right, I guess. Let me just go get the money and get out of here. It's just, you know, it really upset me because, again, because like I have very distinct tattoos. I have an offbeat hair color. People recognize me. Like, you know, I'm not just a random person. And I, this sounds so, like, snobby or, like, conceited. And it's not that at all. It's just that I have a very specific look that you're going to know. You're going to know if I've been in your place several times. People say to me, oh, I recognize you. And it's not because I'm somebody special. It's just because of my look. Right. So I've, I know that I've been in there before and they recognized me so did they know? did he because i know who you're talking about yeah. you're talking about him right yeah yeah so did he try to make it right no no completely walked away wow just literally just walked away from the front counter after Didn't i say said, like, this is the most ridiculous thing wow like try like okay if this is five dollars and this is two dollars where did 12 come from does that mean that they charged me $2 per nail? <laughs> That's insulting. Like, I just don't, don't understand. Plus, plus the fact that I tipped her over 20%. How dare you? Yeah, uh, honestly, seriously. And for them to not even, like, for them to not even acknowledge that there was a problem. Like, oh, they, I'm sorry that we didn't explain that to you. Yeah, I would have been I like, mean, I would have, I still wouldn't have gone back. 
but I would not be talking about them on right, air. Exactly. And I, you know? And I don't love the saying the customer's always right. I don't think that that's fair. I don't think that that's accurate. I don't think that that's the best way to support your team, which yeah. is who should come first. Yes. But, but by that same token, there is a lot to be said for, at least like you said, saying something like, I'm sorry that that wasn't explained to you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you weren't clear about that. Even if they're not going to give you your money back, even if they're not going to do anything. Yeah. You got to say so you have business. You and can't. if you tell me that you can do my service. Don't, don't say you're tired. Don't say you're tired. And yeah. Can you come don't back? Don't take a walk day? in. If you're exactly. not. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're right. Everybody in the nail industry. I knew what you meant when you mm-hmm. said, do you have time to do a fill and a pedicure? And I also knew how much time that would take in my mm-hmm. head, right? I'm not doing it, but you know, they know how much time it takes. That's uh, To me, that's unacceptable. I don't like that place. And now, <laughs> so the place that I did end up going to on Friday, it wound up taking up my entire afternoon because everybody wanted to get their nails done that day. Sure. I, I witnessed like the other side of the spectrum in the salon that I wound up going to. The girl at the desk, now they only had two, three techs working, and then a, a girl who was like the receptionist. She was completely honest with me. She was like, well, you're a walk-in and I have appointments. So if you want to wait 20 minutes and then we'll do your nail, your, we'll do your pedicure. I was like, yes, I will wait 20 minutes because I'm perfectly fine waiting right. 20 minutes. Yeah, you're fine it's, with getting what you get as long as you know what you're getting. Yeah. And, right? And so, and then I was thinking, I'm like, maybe I just misunder, I was like, is this called something else? She's like, no, that's literally what it is. And I asked her, I was like, how much do you charge? I showed her, I was like, how much would you charge for this? And she said $30. Wow. Or if you want gel, because I just get the regular paint. She's like, if you want gel, it's 35. So like, uh, but while I'm sitting there getting my pedicure, a woman walked in and they, she had an appointment but, like, I just, she was so nasty. The, she, the, the, the woman the working woman, there? No, the woman who walked in, the customer. Oh, really? She was so nasty. She was like, excuse me, I've been waiting 10 minutes. My appointment was at 3 o'clock, and here it is, 3.10, and you're still. <laughs> the world does not revolve around you, right. lady. Like, uh, and, and everybody else is in here trying to get yes, their nails we're done. All, we're all also here. as She's, well. And she goes, well, what am I supposed to do? Play on your phone like the rest of us. Check Facebook. There, there's a magazine. <gasps> She's like, well, I don't have time. Like, I have... Pe-. And it was like... I'm like, this is why people don't like shoebies, and this is where the word... Like, lady, you are really not mm. helping your cause right now. You know, we could do a whole episode on that. And because, I know we're supposed to be gracious. Yes, because I do have a client who gets very... She is a second homeowner, and she gets very offended... But I tell her all the time, um, you're not the one who. Right. There are totally exceptions. Yeah. But when we see things like the video that was that went viral on Facebook last week, right, of the Cove after Fourth of July. Oh God. It, that's it's infuriating. Yeah. I mean, this is a whole other topic, but the, there's a reason why you hear locals say shoebies go home yeah and it's not from nowhere it didn't come from out of nowhere you know we didn't that didn't become a saying in a vacuum and to go back to so after this woman was being nasty the business owners were very apologetic and please you know just here's what happened and they were doing everything they could to keep this woman from walking out the door which is what they should do what they should do um because at the end of the day, it's, it's business busy. and people talk. It's busy. It's busy. 
and you got to be understanding. It's the same thing like if a hostess quotes you a 20-minute wait time and it winds up being 25 minutes. Like, look, we're, it's not rocket science. It's a very, very difficult job to figure out wait times. Don't be a jerk. And don't tip less because of it. And don't tip... Ugh. Because people, I know people do that. And I'm saying this, and I'm talking to you. If you're getting defensive right now, I'm talking to you. If don't apply, If you've let never it done that job... Yeah. Because yeah. I've been... I remember the the hardest my brain hurt after a shift was when Melting Pot in Atlantic City was open, and I was their lead hospitality specialist. You were? Which... It was a fancy name for, like, the hostess captain. Oh, okay. But it was a restaurant week. We did 607 covers on that Saturday. Mm. That's 607 people through that door. Now, if you have ever been to the Melting Pot or Fondue Place, it's a, you're there for two-plus hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I did an open-to-close shift that day, mainly because I'm a control freak, and I needed to, like, you stare are. at that computer and, like... You know, I'm assigning guests to these tables and everything, and it's not, it is a science, but it's not perfect, you know? So, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're we're human, it happens, and I totally agree with you. You know, you yeah. can't expect, but let's talk about the tipping thing, because this is something that people specifically wanted us to talk about, um, and so... You know, most of the time we're just tipping at restaurants, but you really should be tipping all of your service people. So you tip the people who do your nails. You tip the people who do your hair. Yeah. Um, Do you tip your dry cleaner? I don't really get dry cleaning with that, but I've never tipped them in in any time that I picked up dry cleaning. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know. Sometimes I'm surprised at what people tip for. If they're delivering, then maybe. Like... I know sometimes people will tip, like if you go to ShopRite or you go buy your groceries anywhere, and people will be at the end of the line and they're bagging the groceries, even though they work there. I know some people tip them. I don't, because mm. I feel like that's their job. You tip gas people, gas attendants? No. I, well, I do if they do my windshield. Yes, that's when I do it. Yeah, I'll tip them for doing my windshield, but other than that, um, I don't do that. Um, but the standard is, is 20%, right? Is mm-hmm. that what you tip other service people besides... I do just because I don't want to be a bad tipper, but is that is that what I'm supposed to do? You know, I I don't think it has to be twenty percent for everything. For example, if you're going to get your hair done, and sometimes it could be three, four hundred dollars. That's a lot of money, and and sometimes I don't think that it's warranted. So I yeah. used to go get my like, hair what done. What are you paying? Exactly. Well, let me tell you something. I used to go get my hair done in Cherry Hill for years and years, right? And I would walk out of there with a color and a cut for $250, $300. And when I switched and started just going to a girlfriend of mine who was doing hair, mm-hmm. she was charging me like 140 bucks. It was crazy. And I walked out with what I actually wanted. And I was so happy. And so I was thrilled to tip her over 20%. Because I really got what I felt like I wanted. Yeah. Um, so we're going to head out to commercial break. We will be right back on Volume Up with Leslie Jesperson. And we have much more for you coming. So stay tuned. You can't understand.
Welcome back to Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution on News Talk 1400 WOND and on volumeuponline.com. And um, you can find us all over the place. Just look. And we'll be there. <laughs> if you look hard enough, you'll find us. <laughs> and there we are. Wherever we go, there we are. Just in case you're wondering, it's hot outside. The water temperature is 69.3 degrees. Uh, I don't. I don't think the air is seventy-one. I think. I think the air in here is seventy-one. Oh, duh! It's kind of chilly in here. It is. So, but speaking of uh, the heat and the water, we have a contest going on, right? Oh, we have yeah. a contest coming up. Yes, yes. It is, is our the the Where Are You Listening social selfie contest brought to you by Weesper and Ryan Acting Studios in Pleasantville, New Jersey. Yeah. So, what we're going to be doing for the next six weeks is we are going to have a post on our Facebook page. And what we want you to do is comment with a selfie of you listening to our show, wherever you may be, whether you're on the beach, whether you're um, driving. I mean, wait till like, you're pulled, well, to, wait <laughs> don't till do you're, it while you're don't driving. Don't do it while you're driving. Wait till you're parked a picture in your car we want to see where you're listening to us and after the six weeks we're going to pick a winner who's going to win a 500 value prize pack full of all kinds of good stuff gift cards to all kinds of restaurants events cultural events. stuff art food uh yeah. it's going to be wild so we want to see you guys we are usually the ones taking selfies mm-hmm. but we want to see your selfies yeah. so make sure you're following us over on facebook um and you'll see the post for that go up later today um, so we want to know where you're listening from. We love your faces. We want to see more of them. Yes. Um, but speaking speaking of texting and driving, I don't know what is going on, Leslie, but I'm, I swear to you, two weeks in a row, I watched somebody directly opposite me hit something, drive into something. And I can only assume it was because they were texting. The other day, Thursday, what? I literally, yeah, I literally watched a guy driving opposite me on Route 73 of all places. Stop oh. being morons on Route 73, wow. people. You are taking everyone else's lives into your hands. This guy, thank God he wasn't driving fast. Um, and I saw him get out of his car right after this happened. But I literally watched a guy drive into a telephone pole. Oh my God! What like, and he didn't even he didn't even slow down. Like he didn't even break for it. So I know. I mean, I can reasonably assume it's because he was messing with his cell phone. But it was. It's the most weird and unnatural thing to see. I don't know if you've ever seen a car accident right in front of you. I mean, I've been in them. Um, luckily, I've not actually seen one. I've seen one like immediately after. Like I used to live on a busy corner yeah. intersection, so I would. I saw one, a really scary one. Um, but, like, I heard the big crashing, and then I came and ran outside. But it is the strangest feeling when you're watching someone who's about to to have a motor vehicle accident. It's really disconcerting. Um, but this guy that I was watching, he, he probably was just texting on his cell phone. He's coming opposite me, and I see him just, all of a sudden, he's driving slow because he had just turned a corner, all of a sudden, I see him jump up on the curb and literally go right into the telephone pole. Like, mm. and thank God he wasn't going slow. So he didn't, I mean, he messed his car up, right. cracked the whole front of his car up. But he like, he jumped out of that car so fast. So just saying. 
I mean, look, I've gotten a cell phone ticket, and in New Jersey, I've gotten pulled over for they it. They are. They have no leniency. We were just. I was just talking about this on a Facebook post. Um, Justin Moore, J.R. Moore. Um, the laws are changing in Tennessee, or they have changed. And so we were talking like, do people really know the laws? If you, New Jersey is a hands-free state. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, I like I wanted to argue this. Like, look, I think it's more dangerous for people changing their radio station while they're driving, eating, putting makeup on. Honestly, sometimes my children are more distracting than me having my phone in my hand. I wasn't texting. I was talking. Mm. You know, and I and purposely I was on a call because I was driving and I'm in my car a lot. And sometimes that's like the only quiet time I have to make calls. And a cop saw me, pulled me over. And I I was so mad at the time because he was like being so nice. And I thought he was like, honestly, he was borderline flirting. I swear. Really? What town? So I didn't. (laughs) So I didn't like name drop. Like I didn't even show I have a card. Yeah. You know, because you didn't think because I didn't think I needed to. And he came back and he was handing me the ticket. I was like, you. They make so much money off of it. So I I it's mandatory court appearance. I know. And here's the (laughs) I've been to one of them. Not for me. Um, but I had to go to court for something else. And there's so many of them. I don't care what district you're in. There's so many of them. They adjudicate them all at once. You get no leniency. And, well, no so talking to the prosecutor. You can't, well, so they let me talk to the prosecutor, but I did not enjoy that experience. She was like, because I was like, oh, let me, I'm, you know, you plead not guilty and they'll like mark your fine down or whatever. Like I understood that I was going to have to go pay. Like I get it. Yep. And she was like, but you're guilty. And I'm like, but wait, like, that's not how this, that's not really how this you're works. You're like, no. I'm like, uh, she was like, you have to sign it. Like, there's no, this is not something. But me, then I was getting irritated because the girl in front of me had like three DUIs and she came to court in her pajama pants. Of course she did. And she's like getting all these deals. Well, I don't understand though. So they're telling you that you're pleading not guilty, but you're not pleading not um She was like, if you... I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about. Why not? Yeah, it's your like, ticket. It's not like it's not like a it's pending your cell phone case violation. Or anything. <laughs> um, she was like, if you plead not guilty, then you're gonna have to come back like three other times and like go through trial and everything. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh yeah. She's like, you might as well get a lawyer. I'm like, I'm not doing all this. Right. Like for them I'm, to just find you guilty. I'm anyway. not like. I will pay. It was like three hundred dollars. The the judge was really cool though. Like he was, he was polite. He was like, look you understand what you did and he's like understand that like if you get any more of these like if i get pulled over i could lose my license yep yep which is they're very very strict on the cell phone thing and it's it's tough because i mean i'm not saying that i do it but women are good multitaskers like i don't think that i was ever like i can talk on the phone while driving yes i think it's the same thing as being on blue like why wouldn't there be bluetooth i just happened to not have a bluetooth not and you put it on speakerphone right and i put i had it on speaker and i was holding the phone yeah no i've done the same thing before i had bluetooth that's exactly what i would do that's illegal yes it is and it's guess what when i got pulled up and it is and it's illegal even when and this might seem silly but and it might seem like well duh when you say it but i didn't know this it's illegal too even when you're on a stoplight to have that's how that's how i got pulled over for i was going to work and i was at a stoplight and 
I didn't have Bluetooth, but I wasn't texting or anything. I literally was like, I had a um, an aux cord for my phone, yeah. and I would listen to music that way. And I was literally just changing the song on my phone. So like, and didn't even yeah. realize there was a cop behind me oh, at the stoplight, right? Because I'm looking down at my yeah. phone, um, and he pulled me right over, and I was like, oh man, because I know this is like this is going to be a hundred percent a ticket. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go to court. I'm going to have to pay $300. But luckily, when he was like, I pulled you over because you were on your cell phone. Is that true? I don't know how he saw me. And I said, yeah. And he was like, look, I know. You're busy. It's like you're on your way to work. You've got stuff to do. And I was like, honestly, officer, I really didn't need to be on my phone. I was just switching the music. Like, I wasn't. There was no. Re- yeah. There really was no reason for me to be on my phone. And he didn't give me a ticket. So here's my question. What about GPS? I use it all the time. Listen. There are still times that I'm picking up my phone and doing stuff on it. I don't, I really don't see. I can't imagine on your long drive like that. <sighs> but I've minimized it so much, especially in the last couple of weeks, because I've seen these people go crashing. Right. I literally saw a guy come across the yellow line a couple of weeks ago and ha- have a head on collision right in front of me. It was really scary. A piece of his vehicle flew off and hit my car. So it only takes a split second. It does. Yeah. And I've been really making a concerted effort not to be on my phone while I'm driving since then because. It, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Cause like, even, even if you think you're a really good driver, like what about motorcycle? Like there's just so many things that you need to be paying attention to. And I think we're all a little guilty of this of just not, you know, if, if you're not on your phone, I think distracted driving in, in general is really scary. Yep. And um, you're so right because and I drink Dunkin', so apparently I'm a you're a wild driver. aggressive driver. Yeah. You are, a, but you're right. I see people in the morning putting on makeup. Mm. I, how can you possibly do that if you're a woman? You know, there you can't. There's no way to safely put on makeup in the car in the morning. There's not. Not when you're driving. I don't care no. who you are. No. Um, I've, I've seen people eat salads. I've seen people eat. I swear I've seen people like on a laptop, like have their laptop set up and be, I've seen people do crazy things. Well, I mean, that makes me wonder too, like how can the police officers operate all of that stuff while they're driving know. too? That's a good question. I'm not saying. I'm not saying nothing except I mean, we don't know how. Maybe they're trained specifically. I don't well, know. <laughs> not to, not to change gears here, um, mm-hmm. but we did do a show about social media influencing. Yeah. Right. So I saw this before we came in and I had to share this with you. Maybe this is something we can do. Because the headline that I saw this morning was Influencer Belle Delphine. Don't know who she is. Doesn't matter because guess what she's doing? Selling her bathwater. And it's already sold out within three days. Oh, my God. She's British. And she's not that that means anything. Maybe it does. Are they weird? (laughs) she's british and she has four million followers and they instantly went nuts and they bought all of her bath water audra do you do you sell your bath water no but i know that person or no you don't i've seen i don't know them personally okay she also sold her farts in jars stop it (laughs) can you do that i'm not even joking people will buy anything she's like apparently a really popular like model like a girl gamer, well, you know, all, okay, all the so girl yes, gamers are obsessed. This does say that, Goals. but not only, well, yeah, <laughs> not only is she a girl game. Okay, this is I have to read this. So, is there a picture of her? There is a picture of her. You want to say it? Yeah. This is what she looks like. Oh 
That's an ad. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got to get back to it now. I hate the crazy. internet. So I take baths all the time. So like, if you're willing to purchase my bath water, maybe I'll put it up for bid. Um, you can put. Let me know on Instagram if you would like to purchase my bath water. Would you I sell mean, your bath water? Would you no, buy, would you I, buy my bath water, Charlie? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't do any of this. Thanks um, a lot, friend. So, okay, I found it again. Here. So, it's worth noting also that this article does say, okay, so she's 19. She's an Insta- okay, she's an Instagram model. Um, other stunts she has done include eating raw eggs. Oh, she also talks like a baby and dresses up like a small child. She's got 4 million Instagram followers. She makes her living off of subscribers. Being a weirdo. Being a weirdo. This is what she looks like. Here's the picture. She looks fake. She looks... Well, so what it's worth noting, her... She is like a girl gamer, but she also apparently has a she, adult video channel. Okay. All right. Probably yeah, why that, she's selling her makes, bath water. That, make, oh. Oh, that makes sense. Imagine if she farted in the bath water. Like, <laughs> Double the price. <laughs> that bubble. Oh, man. <laughs> she did put a disclaimer saying, like, don't drink this bath water. Ew. Oh, this I'm is like it, This is for sentimental purposes only. <laughs> why did we miss the ball on this one? Oh, there's still time. There's still there's- time to sell our bath. I mean, but like you've heard those YouTube videos where people are watching them eat. These they you- get paid to YouTube, eat. YouTube, you know. So we actually have a new um, a new volume up team member named Christina. We do. So um, you'll be seeing more about Christina on our Instagram and Facebook in the next in the upcoming weeks. But Christina is actually a YouTube influencer, and she's been doing it since 2015. She's got. Let me figure out how many. Let me go look at how many subscribers. But you took a look at her channel. She's eighteen thousand YouTube subscribers. Eighteen thousand YouTube subscribers. Yes, and it's a cool variety. Her name's Christina Skiblo, S C I B L O, and she's our new um, coordination collaboration collaboration coordinator. Yeah, and she does everything from beauty and makeup to like five minutes. She's got a five minute mom makeup. Video. Um, Ask her if she sells her bathwater. I will. I will. Her um, her Fenty Beauty dupes DIY Ooh. Illuminators video has eight point four thousand views. Her brutally honest sugar bear hair three months. Oh, I want to see oh, that wait, one. That one. Yeah. Um, so she's got a lot of um, how to start your skincare routine. So check out Christina Skiblo, and we're super excited to yeah. have her on our team. Definitely as our, excited. Um, collaboration coordinator. So if you want to collab with us, Christina's uh, taking the helm with that. But I think I also want to have her, and she's going to be doing uh, YouTube reviews and stuff for yeah. our for our sponsors. Yep. So another way to get your brand out there. Yeah, we're we're hitting it at all angles, and I think um, I would love to have her come on and talk about YouTube and yeah. how it's. Uh, how t- I mean, she's a she's a stay at home mom, and that's her income is from YouTube. And I think we kind of realize that it's like we, or rather, we don't realize that it's people. Like she's from here, she's local. You know, yeah. we think of the it's like these random people, but they walk among us. 
And that's so important to highlight and to keep highlighting. And that's why I, that's why I love having on people like Stacia, like we had mm-hmm. on earlier, because, again, somebody else who's transitioning to working for themselves, mm-hmm. your life opens up so much when you can spend your time the way you want. Yeah. Right. So like this is your on this radio show is like your entrepreneur um, channel. It's my dip. It's your dip. It's my dip into, entre- into the water. Preneurism. Do you have other um, things that you like have on your vision board that you, first of all, you should do on vision board. I have a vision yeah. board. <sighs> do you have other entrepreneurial uh, things that you want to do or would you prefer not to talk about them? No, <laughs> of course I'll talk about them. I don't them. know. Sometimes I feel like I might jinx it or I don't want to tell people about no, it. No, you know what? To... That's a struggle for me too. That's something that's so weird that you brought that up because that's something that I'm kind of going through now that you have to push yourself through because if you don't, I feel like if you don't claim, even if you're not there yet, if you don't claim it, you'll never get there. We are going to talk about this next week with Ashley Gordon, who is a master manifester. We're going to talk about all about um, manifesting your, like creating your dream life and manifesting it. Good. So I'm super excited. She's actually going to be our guest co-host for the full two hours. Word. So, but I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, no, that's super exciting. Well, then we'll definitely dive into it next Mm -hmm. week. But yeah, I feel like this is something that I'm going through with myself right now where, yes, I have other entrepreneurial visions and one I can't, I really can't talk about because it actually isn't, this is so exciting that we just brought this up because it is in the works. It's like a real thing. So I will talk to you about it, but you have to sign an NDA first because it's like a real legit thing. I'm so excited about it. Good for you for protecting yourself because I forget to do that sometimes and then I see like my ideas happening from other people and I'm like... Man. Well, I'm but, a psycho. Um, so, like, the first thing I thought of was I can't trust anybody. I mean, <laughs> it's it's a fine line. Yeah. It's a fine I, line so between. But, but yeah. So, but protect yourself. And when mm-hmm. you know you have a great idea, you definitely have to protect yourself. But, so, yes, I do. And I feel like my, my you know, my entrepreneurial spirit is really just to, to serve the world in the highest capacity that I can. So, how can I do that? Right? But I can't. I, I will never be able to do that unless I unless I claim it for myself and say, yes, this is what I do, right? So I teach people how to heal their lives okay, through spiritual practice. Okay. That is what I do. I do it through sharing my own story. I do it through talking about how I've done it, how I'm continuing to do it. So that will become a larger and larger part of my life. Speak I, it into your existence. I can't wait for you to talk with Ashley about that because that's so on on par with everything that she's... Um, I'm so excited. I have a huge girl crush on her, even though I don't know her. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you to meet her. And as crate, this is so wild. So I'm in like these girl Facebook groups that um, one of our past guests, Aurora Rutledge, mm-hmm. with the um, crazy Great Dane story... I met her through through there, um, but like she's from Oklahoma, and this other girl Emily uh, is from Oklahoma. She's like the admin of this group. I was in Ashley's manifestation group, and Emily commented. She's like, "Oh, hey, Leslie!" Like it's so. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's wild!" Is, is that the group you invited me to? Yes, Manifestation no, no, no. Nation. Yeah. That's that's Ashley's Facebook group. Uh, I I knew that you would love it so um we are actually winding down to the end of the show but we need to talk about one more thing that came up last night while we were out uh what you don't like chicken (laughs) i hate chicken please explain as i'm looking at like a chick-fil-a thing that says eat more chicken well Um, okay let me go back and clarify that i do like chicken i do i will eat chicken because mm -hmm. obviously as we talked about um two weeks ago with michelle tomko i love applebee's 
I love Applebee's okay. boneless buffalo chicken wings. Okay. But as far as making chicken, going to the store, buying a chicken, preparing a chicken, eating a chicken, I can't do it. I don't know what my mental block is, but it makes me sick. I won't do chicken. And it I waste physically makes you sick or just thinking about it makes you thinking like, about it makes me sick. Thinking about chicken, thinking about eating chicken makes me sick. Um, so as far as like going to the store and buying packages of chicken, I've wasted so much money going and buying chicken and going and buying like rotisserie chickens. And then they just sit in my refrigerator because I, I won't eat chicken. them. I'll eat the and chicken you skin. Order it. You order it. You won't order it out. I won't order it out unless it's like we were talking about food menus flowing. like oh yeah <laughs> where we were gonna go and she's like i would never eat that i'm like well, you're sounding a little crazy right now it's literally I'm like just... leslie this menu is garbage <laughs> i was like i don't understand what What's can you be more the... you and laura were having like a 20 minute conversation because she she was like but why like what i don't understand what do you mean and then you were talking about seafood. You're just a food weirdo, and I love you, but this is... A f- I am a food weirdo. Well, this is what I this is what I say. I have had weight loss surgery. I'm working with a limited amount of space, right? So if I so don't love be- it, I don't swallow. That's just the way it is. You've said that before. You feel like you need to, like, put, <laughs> we're going to put that on a shirt, guys. <laughs> we're going to put it on a shirt. There you go. That's our new thing. If you want volume up with Leslie Jesperson shirts, you can get one that says that. Yes. <laughs> I dare you. <ya. laughs> I dare you. Um, but I don't like Instagram. it. You and know? I also don't like sausage. You will never catch me eating sausage. Any kind of sausage? Never. Not breakfast sausage. Not sausage and peppers. So do you not, not like fennel flavored stuff? Because the sausage has like a fennel flavor. I don't like fennel. Okay. I don't. Well, I mean, I don't cook with it ever. No, I know what you're talking about. It's got a very about. distinct I don't like it. flavor. And I only knew that because Rachel has fennel in one of my herbs, that, like in one of my teas. And it's like fennel and licorice root are very good at livers. They're very <laughs> liver supporting That's herbs. fine. I'll wreck my liver. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not do it. doing it. I'll do anything for health, but I won't do that. <laughs> I won't. And I won't eat chicken. I'll get my protein elsewhere. Okay. I think it's gross. No chicken, no sausage. Do you have any weird foods that you don't like? I used to until my pregnancy with Avery. I was like, I started liking all of the stuff that I didn't like. Like, I never liked anything spicy. And now I'm, I love like buffalo. I like ginger. Mm. I like stuff that like, I love salt and vinegar chips. Like that real intense party in your mouth. Intense flavors. You know, I never liked any of that. I was very mild. My mom's like a bland chef. Sorry, mom. Um, that I didn't realize until I started, like, well, I was married to, in a Hispanic family for a long time. Right. So, and they heavily season their food. Ooh, yeah. The way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I did learn, and I love, I'm learning cooking with herbs and stuff now. Um, but, I mean, I don't think I have any, I didn't even like beets before, and now I'm really, Now you like beets a lot. What about cilantro? Yeah. I like cilantro, and I don't think it tastes like soap. Me neither. I think it's delicious. Yeah, I love to put it all over, like a Cheeto. Cheeto burrito. Oh, put it yeah. all over everything. I was thinking of Cheeto, like Cheetos. Oh, I do. Oh, my gosh. I love crunchy Cheetos. <laughs> Cilantro on your Cheetos. Oh, crunchy Cheetos. Did you see KFC has a crunchy Cheeto sandwich? I mean, I don't think I'll ever do that to my body. KFC? Yeah. Has a crunchy like Cheeto sandwich. Like, they put sandwich. crunchy Cheetos on top What's... of a chicken sandwich with pickles. I don't... Honestly, it sounds really good right now, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Okay, I'm starving right now. 
I haven't eaten yet. I did have a, a juice, though. I had a smoothie. You did. One of those Maybe that's ones. why. If, sorry, I've been having like anemia crash throughout this whole show. I'm like literally melting. No pictures into the desk. of us today. No pictures. Um, so we definitely need to go eat after this. But the last hour, I've just been staring at Leslie, making She's sure making she doesn't sure pass, I don't out. Like pass out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we're doing pretty good. Like, I think we're doing really good. I think you've been a I'm champ. Literally, like my my blood pressure. <laughs> Thank is God we're almost done because Leslie's slowly going <laughs> closer and closer to the table. Someone remind me to eat before I do these shows, okay? Because I had my celery um, cucumber juice this morning, and then uh, I had some paleo waffles, but that was at like ten o'clock. It's not enough to fill your body. Yeah, I'm learning. I guess energy cold brew isn't uh, isn't sustainable. I'm laughing because you're really like hanging over the microphone. Leslie's just being propped up right now. <laughs> we have we, we're we're rolling out. We have just a few more seconds left of volume up. Thank you for tuning in. I'm gonna go eat some food so I don't. We're gonna die. go eat. We're going to fuel my body. Good guy. And tune in next week where we have Ashley Gordon um, and. We have Enlightened Cafe that's going to be coming. Oh, on, that's so. right. Yes. Two hours with Ashley yes. Gordon. Enlightened Cafe is sponsoring. Leslie yes. will remember to nourish herself before. Yes. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Live and local radio you can depend on. News Talk 1400 WOND, South Jersey's News Talk Leader. Listen online at WONDradio.com.